0: Living Local, telling the stories that connect us. A United Way of Greater Milwaukee and Waukesha County podcast. Collaboration is what United Way is all about. Starting this month, we are proud to partner with XFabula, a local organization committed to strengthening community bonds through the art of storytelling to bring some of their most compelling stories to you and to learn a little more about the tellers behind these stories. In celebration of the beginning of a brand new school year, we talk with ex-Fabula storyteller Rissy Lundberg, a mathematics teacher at Divine Savior Holy Angels High School. At an X fabula event last year, Rissy shared her experience as one of three generations of teachers at DSHA. I recently followed up with Rissy to hear about why she loves teaching so much and how the community can come together to support our educators. Here's Rissy at the ex-Fabula Story Slam.
1: All right, so my question for you is, what separates a teacher and a student? Most often it's years. This is really high. It's, it's okay. I've got to know. Okay. So what, te- what separates a teacher and a student? Usually, it's years. And I'm out of breath because I ran. Holy care. So when I was in high school, I was a senior trying to decide, what do I want to be when I grow up? What do I want to do? Who do I want to affect with my brilliance? And, and I was sitting in a class with Mr. Timothy, we'll call him, because that's, that's his name. Anyway, so, so Mr. Timothy was my English teacher, and I sat in his class every day, and I was inspired by his passion for... Jane Eyre and for Pride and Prejudice and for Huck Finn, all these things. And I thought, this this is what I want to do. I want to teach high school students. I want to be the one that they look at and think, yes, that passion, that's, that's how I want them to feel. So, Mr. Timothy, I said, goodbye graduation day, and I went off to college. And I studied I studied math. Sorry, Mr. Timothy. I mean, English is great, but math... I mean, you got to have a job, right? <laughs> which which I did get a job. When I was all done with my schooling, I was actually working on my graduate program, yada, 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 came back to my old high school, and I interviewed the principal and the math department chair as part of my research, and when I was done interviewing them, they said, that was great. Would you like a job? And I said, Yeah. <laughs> So now I work with Mr. Timothy. He is my colleague. Can you believe that? Is that great? Hold on. We're not done. So, so I go on and I'm teaching, but I teach algebra, geometry, trigonometry, calculus, pre-calculus, all that sort of stuff. And I get up every day. No, I just saw Christina Kaiser. Am I a good teacher? Yeah. Okay. And... <laughs> And apparently I must kind of be a little bit because this year one of my students, one of my students is back as a teacher. And so now we have Mr. Timothy, who's 60 years old, Miss Christina, that's me, and I'm, <laughs> I'm 40, okay? <laughs> Put it on for me. <clears throat> yeah. And now we have Miss Elizabeth. And the three of us who's 20. Yes, and we all now we're separated by 20 years, but we're all now joined by our passion for learning. And we're here together and we're colleagues instead of just strangers. Thank you.
0: teacher. Yes, Tell I am. Tell me about that. Where do you teach?
1: I teach at Divine Savior Holy Angels High School. It's a Catholic all-girls school in, on the north side of Milwaukee. And so in your story we heard that's the high school you attended. It is. It is. I went there. I uh, graduated in 1993, and when I was a student there, I had some teachers who I really liked, um, Tim Grandy, Eileen Gleason, and Chris Weiss and they were just fantastic. I just loved them because they brought a lot of passion to the class. It wasn't just I mean there's a quote by William Butler Yeats that says teaching I'm I'm going to get this wrong, but it's teaching is the lighting of the fire, not the filling of a bucket. And that's what they did. Like they filled the bucket with with information and with Um, facts and figures, but they really lit the fire in me for teaching and for learning. And I was sitting in their classes and I thought, this is what I want to do. I want to be a teacher and I want to teach high school students. So I started out as a long-term sub and then, but then I was back and I was teaching and these same people who had been teachers of mine were now colleagues of mine. And it was super exciting and I just... Now I work with them, and these are the ones who inspired me to be there in the first place.
0: Is it hard? This is such a weird question. Is it hard to call them by their first name?
1: At first, <laughs> yes, it was. Um, the first day I was back, Eileen Gleason, who teaches French, she came up to me and she said, "Rissy, now we're colleagues, so you have to call me Eileen now." And I was like, "Oh gosh, I don't know if I can," <laughs> but. It, yeah, it's gotten she's forever a lot Madame Gleason. Right, yes. <laughs> and uh, Tim Grandy, he's legendary. It was. It took a and while. He's the
0: teacher you referenced in your story. He is. Yeah, yes, Mr. Timothy. Yeah, Mr. Timothy. I tried to. Yeah, give him some anonymity. Anonymity, but mm-hmm. you know
1: they're they're cool, and I I checked with them so.
0: So let's talk about teaching a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so with our work here at United Way, some of the um, efforts that we are doing this year is around teacher appreciation and teacher support in our community schools, which now we have eight community schools. That's one of the, the goals is to make sure that the teachers are feeling supported and lifted up so that they can give the best um, you know, possible uh, academic experience to their students Mm -hmm. and so that the student is taken care of kind of from all angles. So talking about teaching, what are some of the, um, you know, high points of your career and then some of the challenges that you faced over the years?
1: Well, the high points I think are easier to list than the challenges. The high points for me certainly is working with students every day. That's who I really see day in and day out. And it's the relationships that we form throughout the year. You know, I have students who I just, I see them, and every day we come in and we work together. We're part of each other's daily experience. And we share, I teach math, we share that subject together, but we also share a lot of other things, like we talk about books that we've read or trips that we go on. Um, Another thing, I'll just share this with you, that uh, I have OCD and I share that pretty openly with my students. Wow. And they're, they've come back to me. I've had students come back and visit me and say, hey, I've just been diagnosed with anxiety, and could we talk about it? And I say, of course. And it's that relationship that we can extend outside of the classroom or outside of the subject matter so that we can, we can relate to each other on a human level, not just an academic level. And, okay, so... Another thing that is great that has come out of teaching is that I, I was inspired by these teachers who've come before me, and now there's a student who I had in my class who is now back at DSHA teaching as well, and she's in the math so department. funny. I, oh, she's fantastic. in your department. She is in my department, yes, wow. and I cannot claim, I would like to claim, but I can't, mm-hmm. that I was the teacher who affected her. You know, just like me, I'm sure she was affected by all the teachers she had. What is it
0: like working with her
1: and kind of being on the, the other side of that experience. Oh, it's fantastic. I just, I really love having her there. And maybe, I think she's mentioned before with some of the other teachers that she had that it makes her a little nervous having them as colleagues now. But from day one, I always saw her as just a teacher. Like, she's, oh, she works with us now, and she's so great. And, and having her come in and be so young, and she brings so many new and fresh ideas to our department, I am so grateful
0: that she's back. Circling back, you mentioned that you share with students um, some mental health issues, mm-hmm. and that's a, a chance for you to kind of connect and and offer support to students. Let me think about ask this. Does that ever get exhausting, or is that ever kind of emotionally exhausting in a way that I mean, I assume you have, you know. Over fifty students at a given oh, time, like
1: one hundred and thirty, like a hundred. Yeah, mm. I say
0: so multiple classes, and I mean, it it would be hard to have that kind of deep, you know, connection mm. with each and every one. So, how do you kind of manage that?
1: Well, I don't think I have a deep, deep connection with each one. A lot of people, it's kind of like being in a workplace where you have a few friends who are really close. And then another group of friends who are sort of close that you chat with about things that aren't so serious. And then you have people that are just kind of around that you, you know work, work. that you just work with. Yeah, you just yeah. work with. And so students and I think it's the same for students too, that they have some teachers who they're really close to and some teachers who they are marginally close to, and some teachers who they just work with, and then and then that's it. That's the end of their relationship. And so I don't have this deep, deep connection with all of my students, but I certainly have a connection with each one of them.
0: So how do you, thinking about um, Mr. Timothy, that's what, the name that that's second the name I had from sure. the story, um, and how he kind of lit the fire in you to, to be a teacher, how do you try to inspire your students and light that fire in addition to filling their knowledge bucket?
1: Yes, I... I try to let them see the passions that I have outside of the classroom. And I try to to express everything I do in a way that's, that shows passion, which is not hard because I'm a fairly passionate person about everything I do. But I love, for example, I love telling stories. I like, uh, I like sharing narratives of my life, of math, believe it or not. I, like, I teach geometry, and I love it because it's got a great story to it about Euclid and about uh, Pythagoras and other people who discovered these theorems and ways of doing things, and I like to tell the story of that. So I try to inspire my students to think that knowledge is not just something you find in a book, but it's actually made by real people who went out and got dirty and tried to figure it out and had conflicts with each other. Uh, Also, I really love to read I share a lot of books with students. You know, sometimes I come to class and I say, this has nothing to do with anything that we've been <laughs> talking about. But I have to tell you that this book is so good and I would recommend it to you all. And then, of course, I go to our library at school and ask them to get a copy. Or I donate one that I have and I say, you've got to read it. It's in the library if you're interested. And I have had students who come back and say, thanks for the recommendation. I read it and I loved it. Uh, also, I love to travel and so I try to include that. And I just, I share with my students what I'm about. Yeah,
0: which is so important. And especially it is. from the point of view of a high school student who, and a lot of them, I'm sure, do work. But in terms of working full time and finding vocation and a career, it's so important to see that, hey, I can still be myself and do this job.
1: Absolutely. And I like that you mentioned vocation, because I really feel like that is what teaching is for me that it's a calling, and I can't, which sounds a little cliche, but I really feel that way, that this is what I was born to do, and I can't imagine myself doing anything else.
0: Why did you choose high school students?
1: Well, that's an interesting question. I, so my mom and my grandmother are both teachers, and they taught elementary school. And when I was little, I thought, oh, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to teach elementary school. And my mom had a chalkboard in the house, and I would line up my stuffed animals in front of the chalkboard and, you know, write in squiggly writing, pretending it was cursive, because I wanted to be the teacher. And for years and years, I thought I wanted to teach elementary school. But it was when I was sitting in Tim Grandy's class, learning about Jane Eyre or Mark Twain, that I thought, no, this is what I want to do. I want to teach high school. I want to talk with people who are almost adults. They're They're just on the cusp of adulthood. And... I want to talk with them about things that matter to me and things that matter to them because I was so inspired that I wanted to hopefully inspire someone else.
0: Do you incorporate any sort of community awareness service into your teaching? The mission of the school is
1: very service-oriented. There's During senior year, the girls have a capstone project. It's two weeks called Vocare, which is from the Latin for vocation, where they go out into the community for two weeks and volunteer and serve in community organizations and that's just senior year they have service requirements all throughout the high school years and teachers on mission day we have a mission day where you know the students don't come and the faculty and staff get together and we do something together to remind us of kind of what we're doing there and to recharge our own batteries and every couple of years we go out together, and we go out in the community and serve, and that is my favorite, just because what I love getting out. What have you done? What have we done? I remember once I was at Goodwill. We were just serving, like, I was at Goodwill and said, what can I do for you? And they said, these things need to be, or no, wait, it wasn't Goodwill. It was House of Peace. Is that what it's called? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Anyway. Sounds familiar. I was a House of Peace, and they said, you know, we had all these clothes donated. Can you just unbox them and
0: Organize, organize them and sort. And like,
1: okay, you know these are things, and they're not always glamorous yeah. things, but they're need things that need to be done.
0: Actually, but, sorting and organizing is one of my favorite things to it? do as a volunteer. Okay, so yeah, I
1: prefer, I like working with people, mm-hmm. and so because I want to be more involved in the community and doing service. So there is someone there who is overall the service. For the school, like she's the one who the yes. students go to, and they get ideas for where to go to serve and where to get into community involvement. So I went to her and said, "Can you give me a list?" And she said, oh, of course, and here's a list of places you can go. And I end up going to St. Ben's. Oh yeah. Once in a while to help serve, they have a, a kitchen there where people a, mo- a meal program where people can come and get a meal if they need. And I love that because so when I go, it's just me. I don't go with an organization. So. The churches come, and they are the ones who provide the meal and serve the meal. But as an individual volunteer, I go around and pour milk. But then once that's done, they say, okay, you're done. Now would you please get some food and just sit down with the people? And that's – I love that. Sitting really? Sitting down with people who are there who maybe they haven't talked to anybody all day and to sit down and just talk with them and, and enjoy their company. Wow. I think. And that, I think, is a huge service that maybe we don't think of always, but to just be with people. There was once I was at St. Ben's, uh, and I sat with a man, and I told him I was a teacher, and he said, oh, really, I'm in school. I'm going to MATC to become a carpenter. I said, that's great. That's really awesome. And he asked kind of where I lived, and I said, on the south side. And I asked him where he lived, and he told me the name of where he lived. And I said, oh, I've never heard of that. And he said, yeah, it's uh, it's a homeless shelter. And I was just so pleased to talk with him about it and that he was open about it and shared with me that he is homeless but he's wanting to improve his life and he's studying carpentry or plumbing wow. or what did I
0: I can't remember. Yeah. I can't remember what I said. Wow though, that's that's so cool. And it, it and you wouldn't have known until no. you talked. Until you yeah, talked to him.
1: Yeah. And that yeah.
0: And it was that nerve wracking at all the first time where you like what, I, I'm going to sit here and talk um, to these people I don't know? A
1: little. I mean, I'm a little bit, I mean, as a teacher, I guess you have to be kind of an extrovert, but I'm also kind of an introvert where I sit down. And so, but it takes my teaching skills to just sit down and say, hello, how are you doing today? Oh, and are you going to eat that brownie? Because I will if you won't.
0: It kind of calls to mind, too, the, the image of a school cafeteria and oh, being the new sure. kid
1: sitting at a table with a bunch of people you don't know yeah Mm
0: -hmm. wow so how can community members support teachers
1: I think teachers can be supported by in the ways that we recognize the work that teachers do and all the impact that they have on the community the impact on the community also the impact on children's lives like i said before teachers and students are part of each other's daily experience and to support teachers recognizing that they are primary caregivers of students and that these are the ones who are filling pails and lighting fires i think just a recognition and a pat on the back and maybe an increase in salary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll do All our best. All of those things be great.
0: <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. great. Well, Rissy Lundberg, thank you so much. We loved your story. Oh, well, thanks um, for having me. And thank you for what you do to support the students in our community. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Was Rissy Lundberg, mathematics teacher at Divine Savior Holy Angels High School here in Milwaukee, sharing her thoughts on teaching, learning, and how the community can come together to support and celebrate our educators. Help United Way welcome students to the new year. We're looking for groups of volunteers to cheer students on as they enter their schools on day one, September 5th. Learn more and register to attend at unitedwaygmwc.org slash volunteer. If you've never attended an X Fabula Story Slam, believe me, you want to go. Check out xfabula.org for upcoming events and more information about this incredible organization. Living Local is produced by myself, Katie Kuhn, Melissa Hannon, Brian McCaig, and John Waldbauer. A special thank you to Ethan and Maeve McCaig for providing the music and voice talent for our introduction.